The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. everybody we're here with uh tales from the collectiverse this is ryan as usual i'm here with ed campbell the one and only snowhawk cosplay how you doing ed i'm good how are you ryan i'm peachy so we handed the reins over to you this week to uh, start us off yep i got to hit the button and talk first this time well and also just a quick thank you and a shout out to rex for our intro and outro and uh, he is actually on instagram now voiced by rex Oh, awesome. I didn't know. Yep. We'll be following him? Yes. Good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which, if you're not following us on our Tales from the Collectiverse on Instagram, do it right now. We've got some cool things we're putting on there, like uh, what's on the box on our IGTV and uh, some more reels. We're kind of filming more content and throwing yep. it up as we got. Putting out lots of photos. This, taking, taking all kinds of action figure photos, and posting them up, all of our new stuff and old stuff. And This is the time that throw up is good. <laughs> but, wah, uh, wah. but oh, that's a uh, bad joke no thank thanks big thanks to rex for helping us out he's an uh, important part of the true north nerds network so yep no i don't know can't do it without him Oh, well, where do we start? Oh, where do we always start? Six figures a month. What'd you get this six. month, Ed? I got more than six figures. I got more than six figures, and I've got more than six figures lined up on the table in front of me. Oh, well, see. Thank God for gift cards. We're recording in your studio today, yep. so you have your figures with with you. We're not recording in my bunker, so I can show you what I got. But uh, uh, let's see. So since last month... Um, what have I got? I picked up. Well, we, we got our new Joes. Speaking about that. <laughs> nice little. Uh, <laughs> yes, my phone was on, but that's okay. I can go to voicemail. Um, so speaking about Joes, I picked up in uh, Heroes down in London. I picked up the Snake Eyes Retaliation figure. It's. Um, he, I thought I muted my phone. Apparently, I no, unmuted it. It's all. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, with uh, GI Joe Retaliation, there was multiple versions of Snake Eyes available in this one. Uh, that's the one you thought you had. I thought I had it until I started processing all my toys out of the box or out of the bins and i realized i never owned it and so i found it down in heroes down in london nice good price um more than what i would like to pay but (laughs) by time you bundle it with the bunch of other stuff i got i got value for my money oh there you go 
And so all that, about value for money. So that uh, figure was pretty cool. I also picked up down in Heroes. I picked up a 1983 uh, Cobra Fang from okay. G- from yep. GI Joe. That's about right. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, Fang was a helicopter. Helicopter. Shoot. Little one man helicopter. But you did get a boat too. Well, I did. Okay. But also on that same road trip, oh. I lucked out at Walmart down in Leamington and found the G.I. Joe Retro Series Fang. Oh, okay. That, yep. So I wasn't sure when that was going to hit retail. So I bought the first Fang. And then, <laughs> you know, the next morning I found the new Fang. And it's amazing how they are completely different from each other. Oh, yeah? Some of the Fang molds back in the, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s started winding up in the, you know, the dollar store market. Yeah. But this retro fang completely different design does not not even like a retooled of the original okay so it's very cool i really liked it i love the design of the pilot they have uh, a new like uh cobra pilot for it okay and it's with the new sculpt new materials uh like not a repurposing of anything else um plus added articulation like you can at the top of his boots yeah. So it has that that shin swivel. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah so, so that's handy for it's more articulation you can get the better, especially in the legs. It's so hard to get figures to stand on their own, especially if they nowadays, like especially when you get into the six inch figures, if they don't have an ankle rocker, yep. it's almost impossible to get them to have their feet flat. Well, he uh, yeah. So this one was great. Uh, I went back the next day to Heroes, and I picked up the Badger which was a neon green vehicle. It was missing a couple pieces, but... Okay, uh, I remember that one. Um, actually, if you check out our IGTV on the Facebook page or the Instagram page, you can actually find what's in the box because that's really one of the first what's in the boxes. Yes, it was. Where I got the first box. Um, I also got the Tiger Shark, which a uh, little bit of housekeeping. I called it the Tiger Rat in the... Uh, IGTV, it's not. It's a tiger <laughs> shark. Back in those days, they had, you know, it's basically, it's a water moccasin with tiger stripes, but, you know, how are you supposed to remember if it was tiger shark, tiger rat, or tiger fly, which were all three names for other vehicles in the Tiger Force series. Yeah. Um, I also picked up the Devilfish. And that was a great deal because it was only 10 bucks, and it was complete. Oh, nice. It has some age on it. But it was complete. Uh, one of the decals popped off when I was cleaning it. A little bit of crazy Not glue. I got it back on. Um, I got really lucky through Walmart.ca and found Masters of the Universe Panthor. Ooh. Yeah. Is he flocked or not? No. No, not the, isn't there a flocked one coming out too? I don't know. Oh, I thought there was flocked ones coming okay. out. Okay, but this one, I'm glad he's not fuzzy because he, he just basically looks as great as as uh battle cat i also yep. picked I up i need to pick one of those up i also picked up a he-man uno game oh okay yeah it's only six bucks but you know the artwork is amazing in it yep uh also speaking about artwork i also picked up the uh he-man or art of he-man from dark horse oh did you get did it come in yep oh nice yep got that in from amazon and that book is amazing okay like I'll it's that, no, beautiful I'll have to look at that next, uh, next time we go to the bunker take a look um, also at Heroes, I picked up a puzzle and, um, that was from 1987, 
part of the G.I. Joe mural series where they had four different puzzles, puzzles, (laughs) which is very tough to say. And they all go together and make a big mural. Okay. I have the Lieutenant Falcon one, and now I have the Crockmaster Spearhead one. Okay. So I'm only looking for two more. So if you happen to have an old G.I. Joe puzzle in in your collection from being a kid, drop me a message because I might be interested. Um, I also picked up, back on the Masters of the Universe, I picked up He-Man and the Masters of the Universe in television game. Yes. So... That's part I remember of, you did that. Yes. Yeah, so that's part of my vintage video game. Actually, Family Day, that's what I did. I played some vintage video games. So I played He-Man on Intellivision. So that game actually really stands up and it was a lot of fun. Um, plus, Intellivision is like one of my favorite series or systems. Um, what else do we do? We got lucky on the one trip where one of my yes, work trips yes, where we did. got. Um, Zartan and Cobra Trooper for Classified. Yep. I was able to cancel my pre-order that was being back, kept getting moved back and moved back and moved back. Yep. So we got out of that and found them early. Um, I've also, if you also on the Instagram for what's in the box from last week, uh, Batman 66 Batmobile, 89 Batmobile, and a DeLorean. So I bought What made you decide to get all those? Um... I have a space on my 66 shelf where a... Uh, For a Batmobile? Batmobile would have been perfect. And I just happened to come across... Because it was like uh, the Jada cars. I just yeah. happened to come across a DeLorean. Hmm. And I was like, ooh, I just really want this. Yeah, because I was saying, I know we've seen those before in stores. Yeah, like, all have, those and just... yeah. I, I normally pass on them, but it yeah. was just one of those. No, I just really want... I don't know. Money was burning a hole in my pocket. Um, I also that itch. also picked up, and it's kind of tough to find it now, but it was the Infinity War 2-pack of Wanda and Vision. Yes. Yes. Um, we have some WandaVision news coming up in the future forecast, too. Yep. When the future figures So talk. I absolutely loved um, the WandaVision TV series. And, well, you know, I buy Marvel Legends figures of figures I cosplay and but you I'll don't just, cosplay a Scarlet Witch well, yet. Yet. <laughs> Let's just leave this as a teaser. Go over to the Snowhawk Cosplay Instagram page for more. And then uh, I guess the last two of my six figure a month, which is definitely, a, I, I blew the six yeah, figures. Don't, don't worry, so did I. Uh, I got Cyborg Spider-Man and the Cobra Commander helmet. Yeah, it's shiny. So it just got uploaded to the IGTV. So you get to... Take a look over there and see what I had to say about it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I can't, I, I look forward to checking that out next time I'm at the bunker. Yep. Oh, So what about your six figures? Oh, well? I guess it's my turn. Uh, well, I started the month off. <laughs> I bought a Funko Pop. I picked up a Grimace, the mascot from McDonald's, the big purple guy. I picked up a Grimace Funko Pop. Uh, I guess Funko Pop is, they started putting out a whole McDonald's line and you can find like a whole bunch of different McNuggets. There's like a cowboy McNugget and a clown McNugget. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm, I'm happy. I picked up Grimace. I've always liked Grimace. I don't know why. I don't know what he is. I've been told he's supposed to be the insides of a milkshake. Yeah, I think that's what he was supposed to tie to was a yep. milkshake. Um, but who knows? But yeah, so I picked that up. Uh, got some, uh, my pre-order for Jar Jar Binks came in. So I picked up my Black Star Wars Black Series Jar Jar Binks. 
And then I've seen him at Walmart a lot lately. Yeah, and it started showing up more often on shelves now. Yeah, yeah. but he uh, the release came out during uh, the early months of uh, early February. It was early on in the, the lockdown. It might have been January. Yeah. I pre-ordered it through EB. They called me, uh, but the store I ordered it from was closed. And they were willing to move it to the other store for me, but I was happy to wait until they opened to buy it from them, mostly because that meant that I could push that expense off, but knew the figure was going to be saved for me. Yep. Uh, I picked up uh, Snowspeeder Luke through the auction site that I was talking about before, so I got a good deal on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Zartan and a Cobra Trooper from, yep. you know, you helped me there. Oh, I found the, uh, I went. I went, decided to go a bit DC heavy this month too. Well, yeah, I like the fact that you're getting some DC figures, even though originally you weren't completely I, on board admit, with the McFarlane. Originally, when the McFarlane line was coming out, I poo-pooed it. I poo-pooed all over that McFarlane line because I figured we were just going to get more Batman, more Superman, same things we've always gotten. But they've impressed me because they're giving us, yes, we're getting a lot of Batmans. But they're giving us new versions. Yeah. They're doing the latest things. Like, so I picked up the, the, the Batman that laughs with the, 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 the black wings. Mm-hmm. So from the latest dark death metal Batman crossover story, uh, which that story has been out maybe for the last six months. And so we're getting characters from that story. Uh, we're getting characters coming out in that line from uh, Last Night on Earth, which was another like, black label DC comic uh, that came out in the last six months to a year. And they, they're coming out in the next month. So they're giving us stuff that's current in the comics, which is, not, which is nice because Mattel was not really doing that. Yep. And these figures are a lot they're nicer too. So I picked up the Joker that laughs and I've got the Death Metal Batman. That's the Batman in a trench coat with a sigh. And then I was able to thankfully thanks to Brent, I got my hands on the Death Metal Bat Cycle. So where'd that bat cycle come from? So it comes from the bat cycle, the the, the bones are actually a Joker dragon. Okay. It's a dead no oh yeah. So the bones of a Joker dragon that Batman converts to a bat cycle that he uses to uh, lead his army of, because uh, I guess he's an arm, he's got an army of undead. Because hmm. he's wearing, uh, so this Batman actually is wearing a black lantern ring. That's why he's got the sigh. Okay. And so he's commanding an army of the undead against the the Batman that laughs in this whole, in this story arc. I'm really interested in reading the second, I read the first one, it kind of confused the hell out of me. Oh, so the first one. So I'd like to read the second one because it sounds like there's some interesting stuff going on. Uh, but the Batman fits on it perfectly, and uh, yeah, it looks really nice. I think I, if I haven't posted a photo already, I will when we finish this. Yep. And then I actually I've got some more AEW figures this month. Mm-hmm. So I got a MGF, MJF. Yep. And just yesterday i actually fought, first time i've actually ever seen them on the pegs usually somebody else buys it for me i walked into toys r us and they had a ew figures on the shelf so i picked up a hangman page well and i guess also AEW's made quite the splash here this month worth signing some wwe legends yep because the big show is now AEW and Christian. Christian is too. Yep. They were both all elite. Yeah. Because uh, I saw all the news about Christian. I didn't even think about it because he was just at the Royal Rumble. 
and I knew he was cleared to wrestle and he was, you know, he was in the Royal Rumble match. And when somebody said, well, maybe Christian will be world champion, I wasn't thinking AEW. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, Christian's back. Maybe he's on SmackDown or something. I did not expect him to go all elite. So kind of a big get there for Tony Khan. Yeah, no, for sure. I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm a fan of all, of all elite. So I was you know, I, when they announced they had a future Hall of Famer joining. My first guess was Christian. I didn't think it was going to be, but I was like, <laughs> that was my guess when I was watching it. Just because it's like, well, who's a a current like somebody who's not on their on WWE's roster that is a you know would be a Hall of Famer that's not a Hall of Famer yet. I believe I believe Christian would have been a Hall of Famer this year if he didn't go to AEW. Oh, probably. <laughs> That's their fault for not offering him a contract and coming back. Yeah. No, apparently he he only apparently he signed his contract right before he went out at the pay per view. He signed a contract. He up until that point he didn't have a contract with them <laughs> for with anybody, and he signed a, signed it backstage. And so when he came out and holding like a literally a folded, you know, looked like a one of those uh, I guess the the clipboards or whatever that we would have like the wrestling contracts in. It literally was his contract. <laughs> But uh, so I picked those up. I really, you know, they're, they're really doing well with their sculpts and their points. You know, the, the figures look good. Yep. I'm not a big wrestling figure buyer, but these ones I've bought. Uh, I did pick up a couple comics this month, though. I don't know. If, I don't think we talked about it last month. I got my my CGC comics back. Yep. Did we talk about that last nope. time? We didn't no? talk about them. Oh. But. So I sent out a uh, Edge of the Spider Verse number two, which is first appearance of Gwen Stacy. And, um, oh shit, what's my Miles? Well, the first appearance of Miles Morales. I sent yeah. those two out to get graded. Uh, my Spider Gwen came back at 9.8, which is exciting because now it's worth, you know, selling on eBay for like $1,200, $1,400. So it's like nice. So now it's got my little display in the corner with the Spider Gwen. And yeah, I might have to dig my uh, Edge of Spider Verse number two. Yeah it's, oh. yeah, it's like 50 bucks to get it graded, but if it comes back at a high grade, it's worth it. Yeah. I ended up picking up the uh, the trade. Well, actually, I got it the trade for Christmas so I could still read the story later and keep it with my Spider-Verse stuff. And then the Miles, I was disappointed. The Miles came back at a lower grade uh, with no explanation. There's no obvious marks. There's no obvious stuff on the outside. So that's a little disappointing. But, uh, oh, well, you can do what you do. You know, whatever. It's a gamble. I'm not looking to sell them anyway. It was just nice to get them. You know, they display nicely in those hard cases. Yep. And uh, just this past week, I picked up a cool... I'm not usually someone that buys extra comics because they got cool covers, mm-hmm. but there's been a run of uh, of uh, of Troy, Troy comic covers. Yep. Uh, there's a Spider-Man. There was an Incredible Hulk. And then there was a Strange Academy one with Doctor Strange on it. I didn't get that one. I missed it, but they've got it on order for me at Big B Comics. So is this just regular... Was just, a regular price a, variant? Yeah, exactly. Just a regular price, just a you know, just a regular cover, a cover price variant. So it's like, oh, nice. Because um, that's you know, I'd usually have to pay a premium, like you well, know, exactly. ten that's or why twenty bucks for them. When so. I found out they were regular cover price, I was like, okay, well, I'll buy a second copy of it because yep. these ones will be nice. I'll, my plan is to get uh, some of those uh, the the black frames mm-hmm. that they have. They're on back order right now because everybody's buying everything that you can display stuff in uh, to display them and put a, like two or three of them up and on the wall. Well, I guess people are stuck in their houses right now, so they want to decorate. I know I've done it. I've, yeah, I've, no, exactly. Like, not too long ago, I just bought a whole bunch of frames for cosplay photos. So. All right. Anything else on the six figures this month? I think that's 
all I bought this month. Yeah, that's all I had on my list. I didn't even look at. See, that's funny. I have all my toys out in front of me. I didn't even look at my list. But uh, no, that's all. It's on my list. All right. Well, how about uh, the future figure report? Okay, let's see. What? Uh, oh, I saw something that I knew you would like, and I tagged. I think I emailed it to you. So well, back to these DC McFarland figures. They came out with uh, an announcement that they're doing a Snyder Cut Justice League uh, action figures. Did you get a chance to check those I out? didn't have a chance to check it. I'm oh, okay. pretty busy um, with work this So it's pretty much you know, your main cast, and then there's uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hadn't, you know, the, the, we hadn't, this was almost one of the first looks at the, at the Snyder Cut Darkseid. Uh, it looks decent. The figures are going to be, the, they'll be larger figures, and they're going to come out as premium for, uh, format figures from the, the McFarlane line. Yep. Um, there's two Supermen. Black costume and then the blue costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two Batmans. There's uh, unmasked and masked. The the likenesses look okay. It'll be interesting to actually see them in person. If they look as good or better than they look in the photo, I'll probably end up picking up at least uh, one of the two Superman to add to my Superman collection. Because yeah. it's, it's very, I think compared to the, I think it's the Man of Steel Superman that I've got, this one looks like an improvement. Well, I'd, I'd definitely be down for now. The the Batman is it the is it the stealth suit like the the attack suit that was in the? End I think of? it's just the straight up black suit, like the regular costume. No, uh, the Batman. Sorry, the Batman. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, oh, sorry, just, just, the, yeah, just the regular Batman costume, not like okay. the added on, yeah, or anything like that. Just like the black, the Batfleck costume. Yeah. No, because I'd be definitely looking for those. Because, like, when the Mattel multiverse ones of the Justice League, uh, sorry, I never got the Justice League ones. I got the BVS ones. BVS ones. They were a good figure, um, but it'd be definitely nice to see them updated with new tooling and mm-hmm. and uh, the detail that McFarlane's adding. Um, oh, so this one, so you maybe I think we talked about this last month. Uh, you you pre-ordered that Snake Eyes yep. Fortnite figure. Yep. So Hasbro has announced they've actually signed to do the Fortnite license now. Okay. Uh, it'll be coming out starting next year. That's why the figure that you pre-ordered doesn't come out till next year. Uh, they'll be doing six-inch uh, Fortnite figures and vehicles. So not just of their properties that have appeared in Fortnite, but also Fortnite figures. Uh, so we're going to get a mix of like, well, we'll get repaints probably of existing Marvel. I mean, not Marvel because it's Hasbro. Hasbro, uh, oh, yes, Marvel does the Hasbro stuff. Sorry. Uh, we could end up with some repaints. Well, I, guess, I guess the Fortnite stuff was all McFarlane before. Uh, McFarlane and Jazzwares has okay. been doing, they both had the license for different sizes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, uh, I don't know if McFarlane will continue to be doing theirs. It sounds like Jazzwares won't be doing their six-inch ones anymore, like their large ones, <laughs> which those are the ones that we've picked up for in the past, like the ones yeah. you got for your son. Uh, they're only going to be doing the smaller ones. Okay. Uh, and Hasbro's taking over the larger figure uh, license, so they'll probably reissue some of those other characters that have already come out. Yep. And then you know they're going to do Snake Eyes. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some other, either other Joes or other... Hasbro properties showing up. Anything that's shown up in Fortnite would be a fair game, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, the other one that Hasbro, speaking about them, that they've announced was uh, WandaVision figures. 
Oh, yes, a whole bunch of stuff. So the new Scarlet Witch, um, the new costume for her, the white version of Vision. And after I say that, that's a spoiler now. If you haven't watched episode nine, huh, it's been out for a while, so you've probably seen it. What, the white the white Vision? Yeah. Well, if you've seen episode eight, you've seen it. Yeah. Well, well, as long as you stuck around after the credits. Well, it's not like, it's not like uh, Disney Plus or Marvel have... Uh, kept it a secret no <laughs> and by the time this comes out it'll have been out for like three weeks now yep. so so no i'm definitely going to get the wanda and i don't know about the white vision just you know not really but the wanda for sure yeah because it's a great looking figure and it sounds like for when the time period that they've said they're going to announce this and it, i guess there's also been whispers there's going to be a whole a wave of Disney Plus based figures that these are going to be part of. Oh, okay. Uh, sounds like there's talk of a of Disney Plus. Uh, is it Nemo? Who's the villain in the upcoming? Uh, oh, Zemo. Zemo. Not Nemo. It's Zemo. No. no. Wow. <laughs> wrong. Wrong franchise. Yeah. So basically, the Winter Soldier and and Falcon TV show Finding Zemo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and possibly a new Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yep. And then uh, I wouldn't be surprised, depending on when it comes out, there may be like a, a new Loki too. Well, Loki's in June. Yeah. And so I imagine, I imagine it makes sense. Six figures in a wave. Yeah. Everything will come out like fall. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe even like this summer. I yeah. forget when it's coming out. But yeah, there's even like an announced they showed a few Barbie collectors out there. There's going to be a Wanda Barbie. I know uh, Jen's looking forward to it. She was like, I think in our last episode of True and the Third, she was uh, saying that she wanted a Barbie of Scarlet Witch now in that costume. And yep. then it was like that week they announced it. Well, this, yeah, that uh, that costume definitely blew up, uh, oh, especially yeah. in the cosplay world. It is, it's big. Yep. And uh, I think it's the version of, it's the version of Wanda everyone's been looking for. And they did it really well. So... Um, also I have on my future figure report, uh, actually Brent, he tagged me in a post where Hasbro with the, their Kenner line, they're introducing more, uh, real Ghostbuster stuff where they're bringing back, uh, Ecto. Yes. That's why he texted me yesterday. He's like, did Ed pick up all those new Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters? I'm like, yeah, he did. Yeah. But he didn't tell me why. He was wondering. Yep. So the uh, I'd probably be interested in getting the Ecto because I have that. That's the one thing I like that Hasbro's done because they have the license to well, or they own Kenner. Um. So they're kind of using Kenner as a, you know, an imprint for their their throwback stuff. You know, and the the old Kenner. Well, yeah, they bought that. Well, they bought out Kenner, didn't they? Back oh yeah, in the back day? in the nineties. So yeah. That's actually so what killed. So it's a good way of reissuing all, all those kind of old those old toys and you know, slap that on there to get the nostalgia feel. Yep. And, and the other thing that I did see is um, Marvel is coming back with three and three quarter design under the Kenner label as well. Really? See, I didn't see that one. I'll have to yep. look for that one later. So they're going to be, you know, five point articulation, kind of like the uh, oh. Secret Wars figures oh, okay. but not uh, as interested now no no but um kind of interesting i think the more interesting part of that is going to be the packaging oh yeah if you're a package collector yeah. for sure yeah well five point articulation what else can you do with them you might as well leave them in the package might as well oh so here's one i knew i know you've seen it because i showed it to you and i know you're gonna have to buy it because i know your toy buying rules they're doing the new 
uh, Red Guardian and oh, what's the other character's name? Melina, Melina Tupac. Yes. Yep. That's... With a better sculpt on the more movie accurate from what the sounds of it to his costume and a, a much better head sculpt. Yep. And with two heads. And two, yes, masked and unmasked. And so both I of could, those heads are better looking than the old one. Yeah, so I could get that one, swap a head with the original with other figure, Red Guardian yeah. figure. So, no, that's another one I definitely need to have. I think from, just from the looks of it, I've seen that the, the new sculpt, I'll be looking to pick that up. I'll probably wait for it to be on sale or discounted, but I, that's the two-pack I'll be looking for. Yeah. No. You know, cosplay rule in effect, a cosplay Red Guardian, so I need a Red Guardian. Yep. And, uh, oh, this was another one, uh, Mezco. So that's a higher-end action figure line, Mezco 112. Uh, they announced a Destro figure. I think I sent you a link for that one. Yes, I... Um, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are like the more, you know, lots of articulation, high-end quality costume, uh, well, costumes. Like, they tend to have fabric and stuff like that on their figures. Kind of out of my price range when it comes oh, to yeah, that stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not, not in my price range either, but... Somebody out there might. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, with the sideshow collectibles and all that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah. Hot toys. You know, huh, drop $300 on one figure or get 10 $30 figures. Exactly. I'm probably going to go the $30 or route. Or $30 $10 figures. Or, or $301 figures uh, with chewed off hands and scrubbed up go. heads. I like it. Uh, anything else on your news list? I got one more thing on mine. Nope, nope. That's all I got for my future figures. Oh, okay. So this is more just not even so much a future figure. It's just like collecting news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we've you've seen it, but apparently, actually, uh, collecting cards have gotten hot again. Well, it kind of wonders why every time I go into like Walmart or Toys R Us and I see these shady looking figures or shady looking characters hanging around the the card aisle. Yeah. So, I, and, and quite often, I know, I think uh, our Toys R Us has a sign that you can only buy two of any Pokemon collectible card things at any one time. Uh, They're putting a limit on I've things. seen the st- same with Magic the Gathering, I guess, with that last Magic set that came out. Okay. That uh, Walmart has a sign up saying maximum of three three items per customer. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, so I guess from what I've heard, one of the things that caused this was, uh, I think it's uh, a YouTuber, Logan Paul, started doing, and he's a big time, he's got a big following on YouTube. A lot of young kids, I think, and uh, it's not not someone I follow. No. But he's been doing unpackagings. He'll open up packages of of, uh, Pokemon cards. And then he started doing it, we find old packages, he'd go out and buy old packs and open them and find like rare cards and then he started auctioning off packages on his youtube channel to viewers and then opening them up on the air and whatever was in the package he would in the pack he'd, he'd mail to them because you know, they paid for it they bought it from mm-hmm. them. and uh, you know, to the point where he'd be like selling packs for like 11 dollars each before they're opened to like random people on the internet and it's just driven so now once he started doing it and getting people watching and so now all this there's a big youtube craze to do openings which is hilarious because like a year ago i thought we should you know i, I kept joking around there was a uh, box of the 90s marvel cards yep. at big b comics for sale and I thought about buying it, but it was like, I didn't like the price because it wasn't, you know, for what it was worth. I just wanted to buy them to open them and have fun. And I thought it'd be something we could record and put on YouTube or something. And now people are doing that and it's blowing up. 
and that well we'll say i think it was like a 60 dollar box that i i I was like "Eh, it's too much for me was sold for 200 dollars. yeah because this craze has just gone crazy well don't don't crap on it too much because if you check out our instagram tv you can watch our latest episodes of what's in the box (laughs) yeah <laughs> oh, no, I'm not crapping on it. I just think it's hilarious. It sucks for people that want to collect Pokemon or collect whatever. And I just remember, I'm just really, it's, it's here's the old man shaking his fist at the clouds here. I remember back in the day when I collected hockey cards and stuff like that in the 90s bubble. Yep. And most of those cards aren't worth the paper they're printed on. Nope. No, it, no, some of them are worth something now, but not well, a lot. Even with comic books, we're in the age of speculation. Right oh, now. yeah. For sure, like it, and it's um, it's amazing how much the stuff is going for. Like, yeah. well, crap! Look at your Gwen Stacy you just had done. Yep, and what Don't, it could be worth. That's a great so that's it's, a prime example. Or you know, just even my my favorite of the speculation boom years ago when I was writing for uh, Comic Book Daily and X Force number two, which is the second appearance of Deadpool, and at that point, Walt had wrote a story about how that book is going to be worth something. Yep. And really at the point and then at that time it was worth something, 50 cents. Yeah. But, but at the at, at the time like it was almost like a joke. Yeah. Because yeah, X-Force number 2, second appearance of Deadpool. Well, because the first appearance goes for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So like New Mutants 98 is yep. is a insanely expensive book, so you could get the second best thing for like back in those days a buck or two bucks. And then I remember when we were when I was helping out Big B Comics and we're selling them for five. Yep. Well, now, like Fan Expo a couple of years ago, I just happened to go deep diving in a in a long box to see if I could find X Force number two as a joke. Yep. And it's going for 20, 25 bucks a couple of years ago. Like, how did that book get so expensive? I'd like to think it was because of, you know, the whole X Force number two on, on Comic Book Daily. But, you know, speculation is just insane oh yeah and that's why like years ago when i was going through uh, you know comic book shows or toy shows and like i was trying to get all the old image books oh yeah i remember you were trying to get like all the old number ones yeah like young uh, or yeah, young bloods yeah. and wildcats and you know they're all drizzling pieces of junk but you know i could get all those books for like 25 cents 50 cents you know now they're going for five or six bucks well it used to be the joke that all that early run of spawn and spawn number ones you know yeah barely being worth the paper they were printed on now they're actually still they're going for some a couple bucks now well yeah like a spawn number one could could draw like 20 25 bucks yeah and which was one of the most mass produced comics and mass sold comics of all time but it got to the point where people like stopped treating them properly too because there's so many it was, yep. it was a joke that now has kind of come back around on itself. Yeah, like one point something million of those issues were written. Now, if you think about it, what could there only be about three hundred, four hundred thousand in circulation? Who knows? Right? Probably so. a whole bunch just hidden in hidden in short boxes somewhere. I know yep. I have my my run of the first thirteen of Spawn kicking around. They're probably worth something now, but back in when I got them. It was basically here. Take this. Somebody was getting rid of their comics. They're like, "You read comics? Here, take this." Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll saying, take. Oh, well, you're buying this from me. Here, take this with. Yeah, it. I'll take all your spawn. So, but uh, so yeah. So the other thing with the whole thing, I guess, this is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. So it's been kind of weird timing that all this is happening, and uh, McDonald's was doing a tie-in. 
and they were going to be giving away exclusive uh, packs of cards and stickers if in your in your Happy Meals. And then the Happy Meal box had like one side was all yellow with eyes and the, the ears. It made it look like Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It is all cute, but uh, some of the McDonald's weren't getting their product. They weren't, or they'd get less than they were supposed to be getting. Uh, so there was shortages. Then all kinds of stuff was showing up on eBay. So there was some speculation that you know things were getting intercepted by like staff at the shop and then thrown up on the internet to make money. And you know you had all these adults running out to the store to McDonald's just buying Happy Meals to get these cards. And it's like you know the kids were missing out. Yeah, somebody needs to think about the children. Okay, <laughs> it's Pokemon, man. Well, um, but yeah, no, it's just it's crazy. Like, the, well, it's it's funny after living through the '90s bubble of collecting cards and comics and seeing what we're going through now. Uh, like, I've talked to Mark at Big B a few times about it, and it's just it's crazy. Like the the way for the some of the prices that he can get that he's getting for for cards and comics, um, the 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 way people are buying them, like. He there was one I was tempted at first. Uh, it was issue one of the real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. uh, CGC in a box. I think it was might have been like a nine nine point eight or a nine point six or something like that. It was sixty bucks. And I thought, oh, that's not bad. And I, you know, uh, go maybe I'll buy that next time I'm in the store. It's a Ghostbuster. Uh, but then I started looking. At it, I said, like, well, I didn't really like the cover. It was pretty lame. And then as I started doing the math, I was like. It costs fifty dollars to get it CGC'd. Yep, he's selling it for sixty dollars. So it's like what a ten dollar book, maybe. Yep. Uh, so I was talking to him about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I guess he's like, oh, it's a, a two dollar book." But somebody CGC'd it, and he bought it at an auction. I guess he bought it from this auction that he buys CG, comp, you know, CGC comics from and stuff that has like a, the way their shipping works is like if you buy the X amount of things, it's like, you know, like the shipping price from like one to five, then five to 10 and 10 to 15. So it's like if you, whatever you're in that range, well, you might as well, like if you are, you buy six books, well, you might as well buy 10 because you're paying the same shipping price. Yep. So he was able to buy it for like, five bucks or something like this on this auction site and was able to, you know, so he made money. Somebody came in, um, that's a Ghostbuster fan, saw it, thought it was a great deal. They bought it. They're happy. Maybe they're trying to flip it somewhere else too. You know, everybody made money. You know, everybody's happy with it. So it's not like anybody, you know, screwing anybody over by making more money. It's a business. But it's like, oh, wow, that's a lot. You know, it's like somebody out there, CGC, that book thinking, They'll make money off of it. Didn't make money off of it, but it was just you know it's weird seeing the what things are going for and what people. Apparently, there was a uh, a Stan Lee card from that uh, Marvel nineties uh, mm-hmm. card sold for like a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks, and so now everybody's trying to find them and send them to get graded and make their money off of them. And well. in a couple months, like once the backlog at these places pushes through the market's just going to be flooded with all these things and nobody's going to make mo- the money they think they're going to make off of it yeah. because the bubble's going to burst well like when it comes down to the cards thing i have a run of the marvel cards from back in the 90s i have it in a binder and i have the the one gi joe run 
of cards, which you bought me a sealed <laughs> box. Yeah, we thought that was a nice little fun birthday gift. And I was never going to open up the box because I figured it's more fun just to look at a sealed box. And so now you it's had the, the cards loose. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm only missing like 11 of the original run. But now it's like, huh, maybe I should open them up. And we should film it and yeah. put it on Instagram yeah. and YouTube. Yeah. So. Uh, as long as you have fun. If you're not having fun collecting, then you're not doing it right. I figure everything I buy is not worth anything. Exactly. I'm buying things because I either like it. It gives me, you know, if I like the, the property, like the thing, want to take pictures with it, want to do something, want to have some fun with it, want to play with it. Yep. Want to just look at it on the shelf and be like, I like Star Wars. Look at all these Star Wars toys. Yep. Star Wars. But if you don't, if you have to buy something, take it home, open it, grab a different figure like Lewis from Ant-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Louis, Louise, Louise, yeah. if you want to pronounce it properly, and stick it into a Batman from the the DC multiverse figures package, which actually turned out to be uh, the Deep, what was the Deep, yeah. uh, whatever the Bat that Dark Metal Mera figure is, uh, and then and then return it to Walmart for your money back. Well, <sighs> toy swapping douchebags is is a story for a whole other show. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So tune in later for that one. Yeah. But I guess to get to our topic on this one for our talking toys would be movie tie-in toys. Movie tie-in. So anything and everything that it used to be, it was a lot bigger in the 90s and the 80s for sure. The movie merchandise tie-ins with your like fast food and other restaurants you know there's toys there's always toys and collectibles but you know when you see uh, a coke commercial with the batmobile and alfred and or like the batmobile pulling into the was it a mcdonald's drive-thru wasn't there a mcdonald's that was was uh the the one where he pulls into the drive-thru would have been batman forever was it okay i thought because the Coke one then was the Coke one was Batman or was nope. that Batman Returns? Nope. The Coke one was Batman. Okay. Because that was the summer that there were two big Coke commercials. Okay. Where uh, Michael Goff played Alfred in the one, so he so the Batmobile was in it, and the other one from that summer was Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. It was an Indiana Jones. Coke yes, commercial? because they were doing the like the Pepsi challenge. Okay. With the Grail Knight. Oh, okay. And then Indiana Jones picks the the Grail with the Diet Coke, and the Grail Knight says, "You chose wisely." Ah. Uh. Yeah, but uh, I the Batman Diet Coke was that commercial was on my VHS. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, when okay. I because I got the VHS that was my fourteenth birthday. Pr- Present was it on the, before the movie started? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Because oh. yeah, it, well, you didn't have extras like bonus things on uh, nope. VHS tape. Nope. That commercial was on the VHS tape back huh. in 1989. Got to get and, every every dime they can out of that. Well, marketing. and also, so that was my first VHS tape, and I've recently bought a 4K TV and a 4K player, and I bought my very first 4K movie, Batman '89. Nice. So it's come full circle. <laughs> but uh, now is the commercial on that DVD? No, Blu-ray? I haven't got oh. that deep into it. So, um, but 
one of my favorite, speaking about Batman and then tie in collectibles would be Batman Forever and the McDonald's series glass mugs. See, it's funny you brought up the glass mugs. I don't remember the Batman Forever glass mugs, but I do remember the Batman glasses. Okay. Do you remember those? They're like small, like juice glasses, and they had like the Batmobile or the Bat symbol. There might have been a Batman. Um, those ones I didn't get, but the 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 mugs I did okay. because I have the Batman. I have Batman, Robin, because Batman and Robin were taller mugs. Yep, and then Riddler and Two Face were smaller ones. Oh, okay, and then the the handle on the mug was, you know, stylized. Like, yeah. Like, like on, on the Riddler, on the Riddler, it, it, it was the question mark from the cane on Two-Face. It was the coin flipping. Oh, okay. That's cool. So I actually recently pulled them out of storage and put them on my Batman shelf. Nice. Because well, the reason I can remember the glasses is I bet you any money tomorrow, and if, if I see them, I'll take a picture. My parents still have those, those juice glasses. Mm-hmm. In the cupboard with all of our glasses. Like they're up at the top and because they're smaller ones, they don't get used. They probably get used. Somebody might use one once a year type thing, but they're up there. Yep. And I can see them. And if I'll take I'll take some pictures that when I go next time I visit my parents. Well the uh I remember I had well, I had six because I had the the full set and then I had an extra Riddler and an extra two face. Oh, okay. Because I actively went and ate at McDonald's six times to get those glasses but uh but that was also a big upgrade because some of the other movie tie-ins especially with mcdonald's and fast food was like the jurassic park collector's cups yeah which back that was the big thing back in the day the the collector cup yeah which which was just the harder plastic drink cup and it was like maybe a little bit bigger or at least it was the large and yeah it cost you a couple extra dollars or like a couple extra cents yeah because it's the collector cup but you know, like Cineplex is about the only one who's doing the collector's cups now. Yeah. But like back in those days, like, yeah, like I had the Jurassic Park collector's cups. I had, um, well, pretty much all the, like back in those days, you know, it's like, oh, you want to upgrade and you get, you know, the take home cup for Flintstones. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, those, those were my go to cups at home sometimes too. Cause you know, this big cup, you put a big glass of Kool Aid in that. Oh, yeah. Now, one of the first tie ins, you know, kind of keeping on the the McDonald's front here. One of the first tie-ins that really was big was Batman Returns. Because when Batman 89 came out, there wasn't the same level of crossover and cross-promotion and collectability as what... By the time Batman Returns came out, it was huge. I used to, when I was a teenager, I had a wall in my room dedicated to Batman. And... Like pear shampoo, uh, some friends of ours, uh, they mailed away and, or I don't know, for some reason they got this six foot tall poster of Batman with the pears logo at the bottom <laughs> and they gave it to me. Oh, nice. So it was, it was, it was uh, Batman, like at the end of Batman Returns where the bat boat crushes the, you know, the penguins. Yep. Duck. Yep. And it was Batman standing in front of the crash bat boat. And cool. that's what that poster was. Cool. And the thing was six feet tall and it was, you know, three feet wide. So almost a life-size picture yeah, of life-size Batman. life-size picture of Batman. He took up my wall and, 
you know, just, and my mom at that time, she worked at a fabric shop and she brought home this promo board for simplicity patterns that it was a promo board where you could put the pattern sleeve on the board. And there were three different patterns available for Batman. Oh, nice. Now, you know, it wasn't like patterns to make the costumes, but it's patterns to make like Hawaiian shirts featuring the, the, the Batman, fabric. Batman fabric. Oh, okay. So my mom brought that home, but um, on the board was like a huge picture of, of Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Oh, okay. So I had that and I, I put a bunch of different collectibles on it. And so that board was on display in my bedroom and yeah, like 1992, like my room was mostly Batman. Nice. But that was one of the first ones. Like I remember going, you know, like, you know, being 17 years old and trying to, you know, cautiously or, or, you know, coolly like, Oh, can I get, uh, you know, can I get a Big Mac? Can I get a, you know, a happy meal? the Batman one because they had the pullback racing cars. Oh yes. I remember those. Yep. Okay. Cause I, you know, I ended up getting the penguin one and you know, and then those led into other future crossovers. Like when they came out with the Batman animated series, happy meal toys, but Batman returns was one of the big ones. Batman's always been one of the big for merch, well, for merchandising crossovers, like with fast food and yep. cause I'm trying to think of other ones right now off the top of my head. Like, and then the best ones were always the Batman ones. Um, I remember Transformers did some stuff with Burger King, which it's always the Burger King tie-ins were always, you know, it's like, oh, this movie, they couldn't afford to get McDonald's. Yeah. Well, and G.I. Joe, uh, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra had their, their crossover stuff with, uh, with Burger King as well. I just remember the Transformer one because they had the double, instead of the double Decepticon, it was the the double Destacticon. It was a real mouthful to say and eat. It was like double stacked burger with bacon. And it's to this day, uh, as far as fast food burgers like McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's go, it's the only hamburger I've had from one of those type of fast food places. And um, there's a reason for that. Let's just say it's really greasy and really greasy burgers like that in my body don't always agree. So it just greased its way right through. All righty then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the other high on my list of crossovers with movies, especially with action figures, was Dick Tracy. Yeah. The, oh, I can't remember what was the crossover. I remember there being promotional stuff. I can picture it. Yep. I just can't there, think of it. With Dick Tracy, there was there was some, especially like logoed merchandise and all that kind of stuff. Like Dick Tracy was one of the oh, first that, ones. That, that logo was everywhere. Yep. Like that, that summer of 1990, like the t-shirts were everywhere. Yep. T-shirts, um, posters. Also, that was sort of the craze too. Like um, there was a big t-shirt craze in 1990, especially with Simpsons. Was there? Okay. Like Bart Simpson, there was a ton of Simpsons stuff out in that. It's hard for me to remember that. I was in 1990, I was the ripe old age of 10. Yeah, well, so. I was I was in I was in grade 10 in high school back then. Yeah, but see, the, so that's why your memory is a little stronger of that. Yeah, but the the Dick Tracy figures they were made by Playmates. I had Dick Tracy. So they were you know, the same articulation as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh maybe a lo- um uh, maybe a little bit more because uh, like I know they're their hands would turn. I can't okay. remember. It's been a long time since I had a turtle. Yeah. Um, but 
back in those days, I only had uh, Dick Tracy, Big Boy Caprice, Pruneface, and Influence. Yeah. Now, it wasn't until years later when um, the one Burl, or the one, uh, yeah, the one toy, toy show, show we yeah. went to, and, and basically I got everything. I traded a couple rare Marvel Legends figures and basically got the full run of Dick Tracy and the car, Dick Tracy squad car, and I paid 35 bucks. Yeah. By the time I traded everything. And even that, it was um, Rob had picked up some warehouse find. Well, that's the thing. A whole bunch of mint on card Dick Tracy figures. Somebody found a box of boxes hidden away in a warehouse somewhere and started hitting the market. Yep. And they were going for like five bucks a piece. And then after that, then you started seeing those figures creep up, you know, $20, $30 a piece. Once they started getting sold. Yeah. Yeah. Like once once it was down to that end of the run. But yeah, I've I've got the full run of Dick Tracy figures. Um, Also on that one, I think it was also same as the, I got the Dick Tracy watch. It's a kid's watch. Yep. Uh, it, you, and it was a Dick Tracy watch. You bought that wo- at a toy show too. I think. Yep. It was Brent, a Dick- did Brent get one too? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys was, both, yeah, you guys both it was those. a Dick Tracy watch, I'm call it. And um, I also picked up a Dick Tracy bobblehead at one point. But that Dick Tracy line, that was one of, because that was just, that's just a pure movie tie-in. That's it. There there was, yeah, like, it wasn't like. There was no cartoon. There was nope, no there comics. Was no, there was, like, yeah, there was there, toys, but that's all, toys were only there because of the movie. Well, there was the Dick Tracy animated, or the Dick Tracy comic strip, but what yeah. kid was reading that? No, like, exactly. It's you know, no, no, no kid is reading Dick Tracy in the, in the newspaper, and especially up here. You know, no. you, you weren't seeing it in, like, the Toronto Star or the Toronto <laughs> Sun, but. So that was just a pure, you know, here's a movie, here's the toy license. Um, same with Stargate. When the Stargate toys came out, because they were just a repurposing, they were done by Kenner as well. So kind of like what we had mentioned last episode of the Ewok Village being repurposed as Sherwood Forest now, for which, Robin Hood. Now, which line, which ones are you talk, thinking of? No, the, like the, the... For the movie-based yep, ones? the Stargate okay, so the movie. TV, the movie, not the TV show. Okay. No, I... Again, I wasn't a fan See, of the See, I'm TV a fan show. of the TV show more than the movie. I, I enjoy the movie. Don't get me wrong. I'll sit and watch that movie. I have the, I think I've got the anniversary edition, yep. director's cut, whatever. Um, but I'm not familiar with those toys. Because I think if I'm thinking of the toys that I'm thinking of for it, they really don't resemble the movie that much. No, I don't think so. And I think they were just repurposing. They could have even been repurposed Jurassic Park stuff. Like I... I just, I was working at Toys R Us back in those days when that mm. stuff was on the, like okay. a, yep. you know, Christmas, Christmas job. I was working yep. at Toys R Us back when I first started college. And I remember the Stargate stuff hitting the shelf and it was just like, what the heck is this? Like, I, I don't mean as in what the heck is this? I knew what Stargate was. Yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah. It was just what? like, why? What are you supposed to like, be? Like, like why? Uh, I don't remember the part in Stargate when the guy had the uh, six foot gun that shoots a hook out of it. Yeah. But uh, like that's that was another movie tie-in back in those days. Um, I'm trying to think of some other other ones like in the '80s and '90s. Well, one of those ones like, it was a, a movie tie-in collectibles. Um, did you ever have any of the Star Wars glasses? It was the glasses, you know, regular size glass had like the Star Wars movie posters printed on them. No, I think I they were have. Coke glasses. No, I didn't have those. Uh, I didn't. One of my uncles. 
had them. He may still have some. Because I have an uncle who's got a huge Coke collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was always one of those things. Whenever we'd have family get-togethers and we go to his house for it, I remember seeing there being, you know, there being an Empire Strikes Back glass. And I would always, you know, if, I, if I'm getting my own glass out of the cupboard I would, and I saw it, I would grab that one, you know, the Star Wars glass. Yeah. Well, the... Um... Well, and then those collectible plates. Uh, didn't you get a collectible Indiana Jones collectible plate uh, for Christmas this year? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, was it Franklin Mint or Hamilton Mint? One of them. Um, yeah, I got one of the... They are at a store here in Barrie. They don't name the store. They so got two last because I haven't I haven't gone back to go get the other two yet. Uh, but I got a I got an Indiana Jones uh, like basically it was at the mouth of or it was at the Lion's Head, you know, basically at the end okay, of the movie. Yep. Um, there were two others that are still at that store. One is with um, Indiana and his dad. And then the the other one is uh, Indy with Elsa as they're going down into the into the catacombs. Oh, okay. In, in, yep. In um, for Temple of Doom. No, in Venice. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, I'm uh, yeah. Eventually, pick them up, which they kind of go with my Franklin Mint Star Wars collection because I got those as a you know. But back when they came out, you know, the early '90s. Star Wars was done. Yeah. Like, cause there was there no, no movies, there was no, no movies. There was no talk of the Phantom Menace. The thing you had was droids and Ewoks. Yeah. And even droids and Ewoks were off the air by, you know, five or six years by that point. So I remember going through the TV guide and seeing a, a mailer, Hey, you can get a Star Wars plate. So, you know, we mailed away the money order for 35 bucks and I got my plate and then I got Empire Strikes Back and then I got Return and then they automatically enrolled me in the the next series so I got the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And then... Did you ever get a... So you got Millennium you had Return and Empire. Was there a jet, uh, just uh, a Star Wars one? Yeah. No, you started with Star Wars. Oh, so, you so I got Star Wars. Wars. Okay. So you have the, you had the trilogy. Yeah. And okay. then I got Empire and then I got Return and then because I bought the three series, I was automatically enrolled into the next one, which was Millennium Falcon. So they sent, basically send you a bill and you pay for it and then you you get the Millennium Falcon. And I went with the Falcon because it was my favorite vehicle. Yep. And after that, I'm like, nope, that's it. I'm done. So I you know, had yep. to mail back to take myself out of the program because like I didn't want to get- You didn't want to like, keep going. No, no, I get, yeah. yeah. You weren't collecting plates. No, but uh, no, I still have those plates and, you know, maybe I should put them on the speculation market. They might be worth something now as a, yeah. as a movie at least, tie-in. At least take a look. It never, it never hurts to take a look. Was there any toys that you were collecting as a movie tie-in toy or something that was driven by a movie? Oh, I don't know. Cause I'm trying to, I was trying to think like, especially back in the day, like I was a heavy, I was heavy into turtles, yep. but they didn't really have any, even when the movie came out, um, at least in my neck of the woods, because I'm trying to think of what they, if they had a tie-in with anybody, and it might have been with like Pizza Hut or Domino's or something, but. Well, even. We didn't have those in my even area. Even you look at the, the 1990 Turtles movie, it wasn't until NECA just came out with the that, oh, that toy yeah. series. That's the only thing that's really tied to that movie. Yep. And I would put that as like one of the best accurate depictions of the movie. No, for sure. You know, like 
just the detail in those NECA figures are basically, it looks like on screen. Yeah. Like, no, can't argue with that. I love those figures. Uh, I'm trying to think. Though, uh, you know, I had Batman stuff. I'm trying to. Think. I guess the biggest one that I can always remember, I guess, is the Batman tie-ins. Uh, I guess you know, like I said before, with uh, at least with the fast food tie-ins, how the ones nowadays they're just not as memorable. Yeah. They're not as fun. Well, the you know, especially the go back to the fast food thing which I guess that's what this discussion is maybe pretty much is going back to is, you know, when my kids were of happy meal age, you go and you get whatever happy meal, they throw the toy in, the kids would play with it for a couple of days and then it went in the garbage. Yeah. You go into whatever thrift store and you look through the action, you know, the toy section and what is it? It's all bagged up fast food, toys yeah well even if you look back in our day you didn't have to get like to get the whatever special toys were you didn't have to get a happy meal to get them they were usually just that you get whatever meal you want and then they were 99 cents yeah or the tie-in things you know they weren't necessarily you know and eventually once they started having happy meals and being more prevalent yeah the the tie-in toys would end up in those but i was never a big happy meal like i don't remember ever getting happy meals usually i you know because i always get i wanted chicken nuggets nuggets weren't part of happy meals back then well so i'd get like a six pack of nuggets and i'm older than you too because when i was you know six seven eight years old there was no such thing as a happy meal no exactly it wasn't until I don't even remember my first Happy Meal until maybe summer of 85 when we went down to the States. Well, as you were saying, it was even it was after that before it came to Canada, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, because like we were down in Pennsylvania or something like that, uh, going to see aunts and uncles, and we were traveling with my other aunt and uncle, and my cousin was only a couple years old at that time. Yep. And my aunt ordered a Happy Meal. Was, what the hell is a Happy Meal? <laughs> you know, and then it was some sort of poppable... Building building block toy, and yeah. my oh. aunt gave him to us. I remember though. I don't know if it was a movie. I'm sure it wasn't a movie tie-in, but it was tie-in. There was uh, some really cool Mario Brothers McDonald's toys at one point, and it just they looked cool. But the biggest thing they were just those ones where you did the springs yeah. and the suction you push down, and then they go poop, and then they pop and they jump in the air. I just remember always love out of Mario. I always I loved that one. <laughs> And I had some of those Muppet Baby ones too. The Muppet Babies, that was a good tie. Those were some good toys. Yeah, those are those. That was actually, yeah, I forgot about them because I had uh, Kermit, I had Gonzo and Fozzie, yeah, and then my sister had Piggy. So that I'm was pretty a, sure I had like the four, like all, all of them. At yeah, one that point. was a good, a good tie-in yeah. toy. I remember playing with those all the time as a kid. They, they could, they still stand up as a very good collectible. Yeah, so. I, I've. I've seen them as uh, in the aftermarket. I, Big B had some in one of their display cases for sale. Uh, I th- somebody, somebody, I think somebody we knew actually sold them to him. Yeah, there we go. Muppet babies are big. There you Jump go. Jump on the speculation boom. Well, I think that brings us to the end of another wonderful, fun-filled episode of Tales from the Collectiverse. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm done. You're Our done. beers are almost empty. <laughs> Which uh, today was a nice uh, Space Invader from New Amsterdam Brewery. So, oh, was that where it's from? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. it was very tasty. Nice uh, nerd 
filled IPA. So. I like the art on the can. Yep. It has like, I wonder if they had to pay for the Space Invader licensing for that. I doubt Atari's going to come after them for it. But. <laughs> yeah, throw a couple cans at them. They'll, ha- they'll be happy. Yeah. So, anyways, I guess that's So, where it. can we find you, Ed, on the where internet? Where can you find me? Well, you can definitely find me on Snowhawk Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. And also, we have our Tales from the Collectiverse Instagram page. So, you can follow us there where you'll find our what's in the box feature and you know just uh whatever we're posting yep all my fun-filled uh, action figure photography which you'll be getting more and more of those once my orders start showing up yep and uh Ooh, tease <laughs> yep no i'm i'm having fun like i i enjoy doing the videos and all that kind of stuff and ryan's got all the cool gadgets for posting cool pictures and so we try to have a, a wide range of, of content on the page, you know, a little bit for every fandom. So Yeah. I, I'm thinking of maybe doing some little toy hunt videos to post up on there too, but uh, I don't hold me to it. Yeah. One of these days. Yep. More more content. More so. content. Yeah. Content is king, baby. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's it for another episode. Uh, we'll see you next month. Yeah. I guess let's throw it to Rex to take us out. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay. Cosplay.